Welcome back, Better Everyday Podcast listeners. I'm your host, Brad Weems. Today's guests are some good friends of mine, members of Thunder Valley Fitness and owners of Rouge Salon, which recently relocated uh, to right here in downtown Johnson City. Today's guests are Mike and Rebecca Smith. What's going on, guys? Well, hello, Brad. Not much. Uh, You guys been busy at all lately? No. (laughs) Wearing wearing us out. (laughs) Like I was just saying, uh, listeners, uh, they just relocated their salon from what part of Johnson City was it in? It was on Oakland Street. Yeah. Kind of across from, if you're, you know where Walmart is, right? Yeah. Just over like across from there. Southern Classic Car Wash. There we go. Right across the street. Next door to Honeycutt Music. Yeah. To down here behind uh, Trek and next to Go Burrito. Yeah. Yep. And so uh, right there in front of the park great view if you're in there getting your hair done but let's talk a little more about you guys and then we'll revisit the new location here in a little bit um go ahead rebecca start us out tell us about you so i'm a native uh actually i'm from Irwin, tennessee okay i don't usually tell people that but <laughs> i am um let's see i moved away for about 10 years I was in the military. I was in the Air Force. Um, did that for five and then got out, went to cosmetology school. I was stationed actually at Travis Air Force Base, California. And when I got out, I went to Sacramento, California to go to cosmetology school. And and then when um, my ex-husband got orders to Germany, my daughter and I decided to move back here. So that's, I moved back here to think 2007. Mm-hmm. So, um, what gave you this passion to, to go to school? Uh, I've always wanted to do hair, but I think back in the day it was kind of frowned upon mm-hmm. like that beauty school dropout kind of vibe. So, I decided to kind of do the Air Force first to kind of get my I don't know, I was into some wild things. So that kind of straightened me out a little bit. And kind of in California, it's a little different vibe when you get your hair done there. It's more of an artistry. So mm-hmm. I don't know, I was inspired by a couple of people. So that's what kind of encouraged me to go into cosmetology. Cool. Who's this guy next to you? My husband, Mike Smith. Mike, tell us a little bit about you. Um, born in Detroit. Lived in Northern California for a brief uh, period of time and then have been in East Tennessee between Johnson City and Knoxville since the early to mid 80s. Okay. So, and did you guys meet in California? No. No. Ironic. That's, that's, that's a great story of all the places another, in the for world. For another time. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, maybe that's where Brad's going with this. Hey, floor is yours. Oh, no. Podcasting is all about storytelling. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of a strange situation. We were both recently single and not looking for anything and met. I'll say Target, so it sounds better. It was really the O'Charlie's parking lot um, <laughs> watching the 4th of July fireworks. She was with a group of friends, and I was with a group of friends, and one of the guys that I was with knew one of the girls in her group. And that was it. Cool. So if you if you're single and looking to find somebody, the Fourth of July or the well, I don't know about these days. I hear it used to <laughs> be the hopping days. spot, but uh, go no. to the Fourth of July fireworks show. Yeah. No. No. Not these days. Okay. <laughs> 
anyway. There's, there is a longer story to that, but he told you the simplified version. Yeah. Oh, it, it got very complicated it, for a while. It was fun. But I, I did tell her on our second date. I was like, you know we're going to get married, right? And she just kind of looked at me and was like, yeah. It's such and a Mike Smith I don't, move. I don't know if, if she was, like, scared to death at that point, and that's why she said yeah, or, yeah. like, she really was like, ah, this, maybe. Creeper. And That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're a confident person, why not? He's just throw it out there. He's overly confident. Yeah. You know I, this, right, I, Brad? I, I, I know this guy a little bit. Um, Mike, what do you do for work? Uh, that's always, like. <laughs> Everybody pe- wants to know. People always ask, they're like, what's Do you Mike? work at the salon? Um, what I would consider, quote, my real job, Mm -hmm. I repair nuclear imaging equipment. So work in nuclear cardiology. So, um, say a stress test when you go to the hospital, um, where patient is injected with a radioactive isotope and there's a scanner that is able to take, watch that decay out of the body and make an image out of that. Um, I work on those scanners. Okay. So how in the world did you get to this point? (laughs) um ironically i don't have a degree or any background in electronics or anything like that um my dad started actually that's why we moved to knoxville um a lot you know in the 80s was he took a job working for a company that did that and worked for them for almost 20 years and that company got bought out and him and a couple other guys started a company and after i graduated from UT in 2005 and spent enough months being exceptionally broke, I decided that uh, I would help him out okay. on some things, and it just progressed from there. And everyone thinks you need to go to school and get some fancy education, but this is just uh, this is a testament to hard work and just, like, learning a skill and a craft almost Absolutely. for both of you. So yeah. yeah. You don't even use your degree, do you? No. No, I mean, we're... Fancy UT degree. We're uh, We're talking about that right now with our teenager you know Mm -hmm. she's 18 cut you know freshman in college during covid and it's like hey i'm trying to figure out where i'm supposed to go what i'm supposed to do and it's like we didn't know that when we were your age right and and then we didn't have all this other stuff going on in the world you know it's so it's it's that yeah i don't know about you guys but i'm a firm believer that you find something you're passionate about and then just get to work and i I feel like you know everything will kind of pan out yeah so we haven't even mentioned your family yet let's talk about them what part of my family you got some kids my children yeah i have an 18 year old girl named Jaden, and i have a nine-year-old girl named aslan and a seven-year-old boy named silas cool yeah they're a handful wild and crazy yeah i got, I got, to, wild. I got to meet them over at the Mackey farm you know what two weeks ago and um yeah yeah some good kids all right, Rebecca, let's talk a little more about uh, what made you decide to get into hair. And then, uh, you know, you could have easily been an employee somewhere, but you decided to open your own salon. So well, I was an employee somewhere first. Okay. So when I moved here um, in 07, I was, I was told to go to a salon called East Salon with Greg Ramsey. And I actually, I built my clientele there for, I think, three and a half years and and then I decided I wanted to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. So that's when he came in, and I want to do something a lot smaller scale. Mike had bigger ideas, I think, for the salon. 
Uh, I don't think either one of us really went in with any expectations. No, I, um, I definitely. It not. was it was right at that time that I don't even know if we were engaged yet. No, because no. I had come out of a pretty bad relationship before that, and I told my parents that hey, I just started a business with this girl, and they were like, "What? Like that doesn't sound like a good idea." And it was only a couple weeks later that we were engaged and they were like, okay, maybe this is better. Um, but it was just, you know, she shared with me like, Hey, this is a dream of mine. I want to do it, do some things kind of the way they were done in California. Um, a little different than what Johnson city was used to. And so we, uh, we embarked on that journey and she's more of, thinker sometimes when it comes to that she was like well we need to get a business plan together and we need to do this we need to do that and he's a doer a couple weeks later I came home and I was like hey I filed our LLC today and I signed a lease I was like so you didn't you didn't even get to look at the spot wow and it was quite a spot I know we (laughs) you know we started out with just her and one of her friends Mm -hmm. that's a, a stylist here in town and um it's just a little spot that a friend of mine owned the building and very small, very cheap. And that's where we got our start. So did you, did you know that Mike would be the one kind of doing the operations of the business? No, I had no idea at first. I mean, he just, he keeps me in check financially. So I think I have, he's way more, I guess, frugal than I. Well, and I think, I think we make a great team because, um, I'm more the financial person. I take care of all the mm-hmm. really fun stuff like taxes and licensing and, you know, the behind the scenes stuff. You're Mr. Fix it too. Yeah. And I get He's to fix do it all type of guy. Um, and, and then she is great at the people aspect of it. And obviously the artistry side of it. Yeah, that, that's one of the toughest things at the gym is you, you wear so many hats mm-hmm. and it, uh, I'm kind of envious in the fact that you've got somebody to kind of kick half the responsibilities too. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's been good. I mean, I think hairstylists in general are known to be a little, you know, it's a different part of the brain that Mm -hmm. they use. And I, unfortunately, I think that's why um, other hair salons in different places go under faster. Right. um, Is because, they're passionate about people. They're passionate about hair. Um, they have this amazing skill set, but the business side of that. They'll give it away for free. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really equate. Yep. Yeah. Um, Fortunately enough, I went to school for business, so I kind of got that side of the spectrum and then mm-hmm. had this passion of fitness and just learned and kind of like snowballed. And Oh, yeah. Uh, well, and, that, and that's part of it, too, is just you got to learn as you go. I mean, right. I knew – absolutely nothing about hair when when I met her you know my my goal with the salon was never to be a stylist or know that much about hair you know my goal was try and facilitate and help her along with a dream she had mm-hmm. and uh and through that I've learned man a good hairstylist is crazy smart I mean there's so much to it with chemistry and timing and <clears throat> You know, along with, you're going to be somebody's therapist. Right. You're going to you're going to interact with a lot of people that sometimes carry a lot of heavy things. 
you know right some of those people are happy and fun and great and sometimes it's not and and just kind of to touch on some of those things you just said um you know i was in there sunday with you and you were just showing me like it almost looked like lab notes in the computer of like how to get all the the minute details to get someone's hair the formulas yeah Yeah. it it, it was crazy chemistry and i I never knew that there was so much behind the scenes Mm -hmm. that you just kind of take for granted yeah oh yeah you know a lot of people say okay yeah i went and got my hair done um but there's clients that come in and their hair's tough they have you know huge chemical formulas that Mm -hmm. have to be formulated individually for every person um it has to be applied to the hair correctly in a way that looks good um it has to stay on for the right amount of time can't be too short can't be too long has to be rinsed at the right time has Mm -hmm. to be toned you know you got to have the skill set to cut you got to have the skill set to style i mean it a a great hairstylist is is a very 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 skilled person And, and then to touch base on something you said a second ago you're a therapist as well uh, you know, one of the most awkward moments is when you go get your hair done and there's no conversation with the person that's, uh, yeah. you know, cutting your hair. You have to have a good personality to do this job. Without a doubt. I'm not saying I have a good personality, but I do feel like I, I feel people. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, then, I mean, it, I really think you're not going to be very successful. Well, and, and everybody has their own personalities, and that's why um, you see such loyalty Mm-hmm. with a lot of clients um, and when people are looking for a new stylist because you're looking for that person that you can sit in the chair with and have good conversation and carry but you're also there for a service and you have an expectation of what that looks like when you walk out the door so you kind of you got to carry all that right and you know in a world where it's all about texting or direct messaging um, how many opportunities in a week do you have to sit there with somebody and like actually talk face to face or have someone listen to you. So one to two hours can be very impactful oh, yeah. on a lot of your clients. Yeah, that's that's a big one. Um, it's really taught me a lot about trying to really intentionally listen mm-hmm. because I think that is definitely something that will make or break that appointment. Like if they're a new appointment, like if you genuinely listen to them, I, I really feel even if you did a shoddy job, on their hair, I think they would really come back, even just from that. Is that is that what you were getting at? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, you know, I won't. Maybe not a shoddy job. A, a year from now, I won't remember a bad haircut, but I will remember the way that someone makes me feel. Right. And so, you want to yeah. be, that's what you want, and you're paying for that too. You know, you just, it's a, it's definitely a special touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Um, so in the theme of getting better every day, what made you guys decide to open this new downtown location and just level up your, the aesthetics of the building and the customer experience for your customers? I honestly feel like um, I have a great group of girls and I feel like we've all kind of, I'm not saying I personally have earned this because the clients have made this happen for us. I mean, we're in it for 10 years I feel like this is our final resting place. I feel like this is, I, I, I keep saying it's my big girl salon. Like I, I feel like we, the girls deserve this. The clients deserve this. Come in and have this experience. Um, I'm just, I'm so thankful. Very thankful yeah, for I mean, the clients. So our, 
original plan for downtown was six years ago mm-hmm. when we were moving out of our first spot um wasn't necessarily a bad situation but it wasn't ideal and we wanted to move quickly and one of our biggest concerns is parking yeah. and so six years ago downtown hadn't really expanded out the way it has towards king commons and west walnut and the mill and all these great things that are happening down here right now and so we couldn't find a spot for us that fit our needs for the salon and then our needs for the clients um and so as things progressed over the years and we were building up our our business you know with clients and stylists um you know, it had always been on the radar. And so I think it was probably two years ago and we just, mm-hmm. we started seeing a lot of things happening and started looking around and, you know, then everything happened with downtown, that what's now King Commons Park and the flooding and the U-Haul and the sign and all these things. And so we started spending some time down there and I personally would go down and just sit in the parking lot for a couple hours at a time and look and see what was going on downtown. Well, you know, how was parking? And at one point I took a wheel and and went 350 feet in every direction from our front door. And there's 120 something parking spaces close, you know, within 350 feet of our front door. And so it was kind of like, man, I think the parking's here. I think the traffic is here to drive this. And, um, you know, and then the space was just super cool mm-hmm. and a lot of history um with the space and so we're going to try and incorporate that here shortly um with some historical stuff inside the salon for that space and so kind of once we made that decision like okay i think it's time to go we started moving that direction and then we had covid and then things got got funky and it it's taken a lot longer to get in there um but I think we got it right. I know you got it right. Um, I feel like that was, I I felt good from the beginning, even before COVID, before everything. The spot was just, it hit home. I don't know why. I just feel like this is where I need to be. It's crazy. And it's so nice. Like we've talked about, like just to be able to, like clients can hang out down there. You're overlooking the park. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got Go Burrito and the Rum Bar and the Ale House. And now Watauga, mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's a lot going on down there, and it's just a cool spot. And the cool kids park. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah the new, new kids park. The amphitheater it, will be coming, I think. But, but even for like me, where I don't spend a ton of time in the salon, and of course I've been there lately. It's been so nice because I'll get a phone call. Man, I can go sit in the park. Yeah, and and talk on the phone. Yeah, um, on a nice day, and it's it's really it's just refreshing. If it, it feels like a good space. Yeah, it, it's 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 amazing. Uh, I was blown away whenever I walked in the other day. Well, thanks for your help, Brad. Oh, it was minimal. I mean, literally one heavy piece, and that was it. So. Yeah, yeah, it's and but. and it was real fun too because our staff, um, all the girls that have been with us for, gosh, we've got three, two that have been there eight years, uh, almost ten. Okay, two or three. I mean, they've been with us for a long, long time. Yeah, and and that's one thing that we try and do is is really provide them with a great space and everything because that translates down to the clients um but yeah they the girls didn't even see it Mm. from 
when it was kind of a hole in the ground and a bunch of gravel until this last Sunday. And we let them walk in for the first time with it 100% done. It's awesome. That was emotional. Oh, yeah. I, I can only there were, imagine. There were, there were a lot of tears. I can only imagine. So uh, what's next for the salon? How do you keep getting better? You said this is your final location. So the, the goal would be uh, we've got some open chairs. We've got some space um, within our space to do some different things. So we'll be looking to add some stylists, maybe a barber. Um, and then we've recently got a new stylist who's an educator. And we might want to start hosting education for other stylists in the area, bringing in classes from uh, platform artists or whoever um, in in that realm and use that space. Cool. To... Love it, guys. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. Thank you all for coming down today. Thank you, Brad. Um, guys, be sure to – Leighton, did you get that video up of the salon? Watch it right now. Cool. 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 Side by side with you. Awesome. Um, Good deal. So uh, that's their new spot. You guys be sure uh, walk by, go stop in, see Rebecca. Hopefully, can maybe fit you in for an appointment sometime down the yeah. road. So, yeah, but, uh, absolutely. It's going to be a huge asset to the downtown area. So, thank you all for coming on today. Thank you, Brad. Thank you. And uh, better everyday li listeners, we will be talking to you soon.